Hi, everyone. This is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from a presentation by Janet Gerlich in March of 2022. Janet is a program director for the Friedman Center for Breast and Lymphatic Surgery. In this excerpt, she talks about being your own advocate and assembling your healthcare team. She also talks about the importance of having some type of support team, and this may come from really unexpected places. Surveillance means if you're a known high-risk breast cancer family, or you know you have a genetic disposition to breast cancer, which is something that I have, there's something called surveillance. You know, that simply means that maybe you're on the radar with a physician and getting a mammogram every year instead of every two years. Maybe you've had fatty tissue lumps that have been found and, you know, you want to push for having an ultrasound every six months alternating with your mammogram. Sometimes physicians offer these things because they're, you know, in a real comprehensive breast program. And then other times, if you're just working with your GYN, they may not offer these things. So, you know, I encourage you to be your own advocate. I stay actually stayed in surveillance for 15 years until I moved on to the next step, which was a mastectomy. You know, the importance of a team approach, I can't stress enough. A multidisciplinary team approach that involves a spectrum of breast experts is necessary to provide optimal care to patients. Women are often put in this situation and they all of a sudden now have seven new doctors that they never had before. And you know, just whether it's getting acclimated with a new GYN or a general practitioner or whoever it might be in your world, if you have a cardiologist, it takes time for patients to feel comfortable with their physician. And so in a breast cancer situation, there are multiple, multiple specialties involved, including a plastic surgeon, a breast surgeon, an oncologist, in many cases, a radiation oncologist, your primary care physician, your gynecologist. There are more. These are just a few. If you have a cardiologist, they have to get involved. There's so many moving parts and the team gets bigger and bigger. But the most important person on the team is you. And the reason why that person is you is because you are the voice for yourself to advocate for yourself. And in many cases, women do end up to be sort of the the middle person, the middleman to help coordinate all of these specialties. And it can get very, very cumbersome. In order to stay strong, you need to put a support team together. And sometimes support ends up coming from places you never imagined. We often hear that, oh, I thought my sister would be so supportive. I thought my best friend would be there for me. And in a lot of cases, in an odd way, it doesn't turn out that way. And sometimes support comes from your medical team. Sometimes support comes from community or just another woman you met in the office. In our office, women tend to make friends in the reception area and they end up to be buddies because they're sitting there having the same fears and anxieties and going through the same things. So hopefully you guys don't have to face breast cancer, but it is something to know 
that it's nothing to feel bad about if your support doesn't come from the person you thought most. You know, preparing your family and loved ones for a cancer diagnosis can be very difficult, particularly your partners, if you have children. And so the more they see you in control, it will help them stay in control. Whatever it may be, how you look on a normal day, people tend to forget you had major surgery. And under those clothes, you're still very vulnerable. Life after breast cancer surgery and dealing you know, with the potential loss of a breast is psychologically something that can take a very long time to come around and feel good again. Finding new ways to feel feminine and redefining yourself as a woman is an evolution of yourself. And it starts with yourself. And as great as your medical team can be, if you decide to have breast reconstruction, and as beautiful as your breast reconstruction can look, you know it's not yours. You know that your body has not kind of gelled with your new breast yet, or your mind may not have gotten past an experience of having a lumpectomy or a mastectomy. And these are all things that really take a very long time for women to really feel very healed from. And my tribe were women that I had never met in my life before that helped me through becoming whole again. And I don't just mean physically, I mean mentally. And so it took for me to speak with other women to heal. And so it is a very powerful experience when you meet others for the first time on such a personal issue and somehow your healing begins. Thank you, Janet. It could be such a trying time when a woman gets a diagnosis of cancer and when anyone gets a diagnosis. But we're really looking at what happens when a woman gets that diagnosis and then how does she move forward? And your comments were really helpful. And I'd like to also give a big thank you to all of you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.